0: All right, y'all, welcome to the Mad Rhythms Podcast Network. This is the Either And Podcast, and I'm your host, Brill Barrett. When there's contention or controversy, most people believe the solution has to be either or. I believe the solution lies somewhere in either and. All right, y'all, welcome to this episode of the Either And Podcast. I am your host, Brill Barrett, and today I have a special, very special guest with me. It is Mark Yonley of Chicago Tap Theater. Give him a big round of applause. woo Yeah, did you hear that? That applause was... Wait, I got a button for applause, and I don't know where it is, so I'm gonna, <laughs> leave, <laughs> I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna leave it alone because I just messed that up. So anyway, so Mark, I'm glad to have you here. Um, you are the first interview outside normally it's just me in here talking or us all in here talking like the in between stuff but you are the first guest of the podcast so welcome welcome all right what an honor and you where where do you hail from what what part of the shy?
1: so uh my wife and i live on the north side far north side in beautiful rogers park
0: all right right on the lake And Rogers Park is going to be where one of the events for the National Tap Dance Day celebration that Mad Rhythms and Chicago Tap Theater is doing together um, at the Theater 400. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful movie theater. Yeah. We're going to have a screening of what else? The movie? (laughs) Uh, We think that's a a rites of passage for Mm. National Tap Dance Day And also, we're going to have a tap jam that day
1: Yeah, we are, in the movie theater In the the movie theater They don't like it, they can throw (laughs) a (laughs) popcorn
0: Good, good, good But uh, yeah, so I mean, this partnership, this coming together of two members of Chicago's tap community is why we're here It's Mm. it's why we are producing this event So first, I guess we could talk a little bit about the event But then I want to kind of get into... Why? The why of it all. The either and of it all. (laughs) I like it. I'm here for it. But for those who may not know, I've spent the last couple of episodes basically introducing people to me and Mad Rhythms and who we are. So can you just give me a little breakdown? Give me some history on Chicago Tap Theater.
1: Sure. Yeah. You know, uh, I think like you have been a tap dancer my entire life. And I danced in a couple companies that other people ran, including the Bill Evans Company. We're both friends of Bill. Oh yeah, New Mexico um, tap. That's right,
0: that's QQ? Right.
1: Oh man. <laughs> um, and I moved to Chicago originally to dance in ETC,
0: mm. uh, which
1: especially was especially tap
0: Chicago. That's it. That's yeah. like
1: old Chicago. <laughs> history there. Yo, that's history. Yeah,
0: Bruce uh, Stegman, man. Bruce Stegman. He was so
1: Coupardier, he was
0: so cool. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, Julie. Patty Cartier. Vickerman
1: was in it when I was in it. Oh which, wow. Any opportunity to hang out with Patty Vickerman. No doubt, no I doubt. Highly recommend. Yeah, yeah. seek that out. Um, who
0: who else was in ETC?
1: Back then, Jay Fagan was there for part of it. Wow. Um and oh, uh Lisa Penzimas. Okay. Was it Lisa? Oh my gosh. Of course it was Penzimas, but which one? Because I love them all. I love them all. If they're, they're gonna, if they're watching, I just got hired by one of them to teach. I'm now going to be fired. Uh, nah, you'll nah, be good. You'll nah, be good. Like, I'm
0: joking. But no, that's cool. That's cool, yeah. though. And, that, and I think that's also a part of Chicago history that I want to make sure we never forget about. Like, yeah. I remember growing up and getting into the tap scene and really seeing especially Tap Chicago,
1: yeah, they so, you know they 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 were really hitting it for a while, right? Mm-hmm, they were mm-hmm. they were kind of keeping it alive. And, and as far as companies went, I feel like they were one of the or- only organizations kind of representing Chicago on the national stage.
0: Yeah, that's true because they toured a lot. Did you tour a lot with them?
1: No. By the time I came in, I mean we had a couple quill cool gigs. We did the Royal Opera House in Helsinki.
0: Okay. Okay. Um, which was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: and a couple things here and there, but but really that was part of why I left to start my own company was. Uh, I think by the time I came in there was some transition and they were a little in flux.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I loved
1: the work, I respected the dancers I got to work with. But I really kinda wanted to do my own thing and, mm.
0: and
1: I was lucky that I had some resources that I was able to call upon to help make that happen.
0: Okay, okay. And well, what year what year was that you started so Chicago Tap Theater?
1: I, so I went to, I lived in Paris, January of 2002. I lived there the whole month. Okay. And I was kind of really trying to figure out my life, because at that point I'd lived in Chicago for two and a half years. Okay. Wait, pause. So can
0: you say, I am a tap dancer in French?
1: Ah oui. Uh, Je suis un danseur de tap dance.
0: Thank you. Yeah.
1: Yeah. You caught that, (laughs) didn't you? You knew. You knew.
0: And the funny thing is, so you said you you did the Helsinki, you toured with ETC in Helsinki uh and they speak finn they do right they do me or rakistan tansia is i'm a tap dancer in finn wow it's the only thing i know well but played. i just i had the opportunity to put it out there okay so yeah. paris for a month
1: yeah well and by the way just fun fact that helsinki tour that we did uh-huh Robert Reed was on that tour. Oh, wow. Yeah, it was Robert Reed. It was Avi and Ofer. Okay,
0: okay. Um, <laughs> you just got to laugh when right? you say Avi and Ofer. I know,
1: because you're so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then and then us. Yeah, So that was cool. So yeah, I was in Paris for a month, and I think I had to really decide what it is I wanted to do with my life.
0: Do
1: mm. I want to leave Chicago and, and live in Europe and kind of make a fresh go of things there? Or this community that I'd only been, you know, I'd only lived here two and a half years, and mm-hmm. I loved Chicago already. Was this the place to try to make something happen? Mm. Uh, so I I got back February first. We had our first concert May twenty third. Okay, okay. Uh, it was like boom boom boom. Contacted a bunch of dancers I knew. Rented a beautiful little black box at the Athenaeum Theater. Okay, okay. Little Eighty seat. <laughs> um, and as you probably remember, I one of our shows happened to be on Tap Dance Day. Uh huh. So I invited Mad Rhythms. Yep. yep. Who performed? Yep. I have video.
0: <laughs> I want to see it.
1: Oh, yeah. We'll make that happen. Rhythm is performed. Uh-huh. ETC performed. Okay. And I think Jay and Connie Fagan even performed, if I remember right. Yeah,
0: yeah. So you you did a National Tap Dance Desi- Day celebration.
1: In an 80-seat theater. That audience got, like, the <laughs> best concert of their lives. They paid 20 bucks. I think it was a like $15 ticket.
0: Yeah. And this you said this was 2002.
1: This is 2002, yeah. Okay. Yep. That makes
0: sense, because we started in 01. Mm, so we were a year old when when you called us and were like hey come and and i think we were a part of that so you and i did the albuquerque tap festival that's what because that's where we connected yeah 99 or yeah and i remember i remember you were turning me on to some jazz music and some 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 um What's the label? Oh, it's Verve. Verve, yeah, Verve was remix. Doing the remix uh, and some
1: Guru was doing a lot of work. Yeah, but anyway, yeah.
0: you turned me on because I remember you're the one who introduced me to the Nina Simone reimagined.
1: Uh, yeah, it's a great album.
0: And that's when I fell head over heels into Nina Simone. Uh, Fast forward, there's a Nina Simone yeah, show now. Right? So that's that's crazy. Um, yeah. But I remember we had conversations in New Mexico about Chicago, and and then. So we got we got back, and then you invited us to your yeah. show on National Tap Dance Day, and then that following October, we invited you all. That's right. to come do. So it's weird. We have this this connection now, yeah. and we've been working together. Yep. But we actually started then. Yeah, just somewhere along the way, that connection we got further and further apart.
1: Well, I I think uh, we can both be a little honest and say that, <laughs> that I I think part of the feeling was there was no central TAP organization mm. actively working to bring together and provide opportunities mm-hmm. for the other TAP organizations. Mm. And I think that that organization was such a, you know, what is it, the 300-pound elephant in the room or right, whatever, right, right, right. That, that it kind of felt like the resources were there, that that would have been the ideal mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, organization to kind of help make that happen. Um, and I think the other reality is just you and I, Running a nonprofit, trying to build a nonprofit, you, we know from
0: nothing, from nothing, from the ground yeah, up. Literally,
1: yeah, yeah. I mean, year one, our budgets are like five thousand dollars or something,
0: right? <laughs> yep. So, yep. yeah, no, that's that's a good point. But um, you did our show. We did just show. Yep. That was the first couple of years, and then yep. kind of give me a little f- just of the history of Chicago Tap Theater from there. Like,
1: yeah, I mean, from there we just. Uh, We decided that we really wanted to have a season, Mm -hmm. so we started doing three shows a year every year. Uh, We had season subscriptions. You know, I think we were really trying to, at least what I wanted to do is I wanted to provide a steady source of performance opportunities for tap dancers, Mm -hmm. Um, and I wanted to provide revenue for them. I wanted to to do whatever I could to facilitate people getting paid to do what we love to do. Mm And so I think that was kind of, you know, there was an artistic vision, of course, which had to do with telling stories with tap dance. Mm-hmm. Uh, eventually, about eight years into the organization, we finally said nothing but live music. That became a big part of our DNA. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, on the administrative side, I just wanted people to get paid. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And, and it 19 years later, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, here, they were paid, right? I mean, they, they got something right. But now we're yeah, at a point yeah. where like every hour they work paid mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that took
0: 19 years yeah no i i get you i'm we, we we're together in that boat yeah. as well um yeah that is cool Tell me real quick, Chicago Tap Theater. Why theater in the name of a tap company?
1: Yeah, you know, part of it is when I was in college, I learned a lot about some of the dance theater companies out there, mm-hmm. companies like DV8, La La La, Human Steps. Okay. Um, Pina Bausch's work in Germany. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really fascinated by this idea that dance can have a narrative element, that it mm-hmm. can tell stories, mm-hmm. and and I think. Part of what I was, in, you know, I was trying to figure out like what is it that I can contribute to tap that maybe is something that is unique to like what I have to offer mm-hmm, or my mm-hmm. own interests. I grew up a huge film fan, okay, uh, cinema, a huge reader, mm-hmm. um, and I think one of the things that I thought was that one of the ways we could build new audiences for tap dance mm-hmm. was to put it within a context that maybe they they didn't always think of it. Mm. Um, so, I mean, you know, we were always doing, I mean, you know, I've been tap dancing at the green mill with the poetry slam for 22 years now. Mm -hmm. So like, that was always a part, right? That was a a part of what I did and what I Mm love, but I felt like there was this kind of cool opportunity to take this art form and, and there were things that tap dancers can do that other dance companies or dance forms don't get to do by Mm. virtue of their form. Mm -hmm. And so for me, Rhythm tells a story anyway, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like, listen to me dance, and you'll know my life. Right, <laughs> right, right, um, right. And and so I thought it was unique to take the sonic capabilities of, of tap dance and and the wait, emotional wait, wait, content. Pause.
0: Sonic capabilities. All sonic right, go ahead. Tap, I just... Yeah. <laughs> and,
1: and you know, I mean, rhythms have emotional content. True. Right. Like one of the things that I learned right away, if you're trying to convey um, sadness. Mm-hmm and you're doing a more upbeat, or anger, let's say, and it's a more upbeat tempo, mm-hmm. you're probably not going to swing that hard, necessarily. Mm. You're probably going to lean on straight rhythms more, mm. let's mm-hmm. say, with more drive. Mm-hmm. And so I think I became really fascinated with that idea of, like, mm. how do rhythms and sound and space and theatrical elements, like props and sets and all that, mm-hmm. costumes, how can they all be used to tell stories in ways that hadn't been done that much? Now, it's worth noting, long before we ever tried to tell a story with tap dance, they did it... I mean, that's always, that's always been a part of our history, A, but B, done brilliantly in mm-hmm. the 90s mm-hmm. in Bring It to Noise, Bring to Fun, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Where, and, and that's exactly what that show did, is it took like, things that tap dance could do that other dance forms maybe couldn't do mm-hmm. and used that mm-hmm. to tell a story in a, in a really unique, innovative way.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and even Black and Blue came mm. to mind before Noise Funk. Oh, cut it out! Because that was really like a, a, an arc of storytelling, yeah. which is interesting. That one of the stereotypes about tap is that you can't tell stories with tap, which is crazy. Yeah, because I I would think that one of the reasons Hollywood latched on the tap so much is because it was useful, extremely useful in storytelling. Mm. And so that's just interesting how the stereotypes exist, no matter how hard you work to disprove them. (laughs) Most
1: certainly. Most certainly.
0: Yeah. To this day, when we perform, somebody will say, "Uh, where's your top hat and tails? And I'm like, oh gosh, I'm like, I I don't, I've, 1930, (laughs) 1930 called and asked for it back. I don't know, (laughs) but it's crazy that. As tap dancers, we're always evolving. The art form is always evolving. But a lot of times the general public still refers back. And granted, there was some great tap in the 30s and 40s. So I understand. Like and Hollywood captured it in a way that, of course, it'll be forever. Yeah. But I still think, like, wow, it's the one thing that hasn't been allowed in a lot of people's perceptions and their minds to evolve. And so yeah. we constantly work on that. That's you do, right? A... <laughs> There's a lot
1: of audience education, I think. Like yeah,
0: yeah, that's true. That's true.
1: Um, and probably funder education, right? I mean, I think we're relatively lucky that we live in a city mm-hmm. with a funding community, foundations, the city organization, mm-hmm. the state, mm-hmm. that, that kind of seems to get what we do and value it. Yeah. Um, but I think we're standing on the shoulders of the people that, that earlier in the 80s and 90s mm-hmm. really had to like-
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I, I, I was telling this story actually in class today is that um, so the Illinois Arts Council has a uh, folk dance mentor grant. Mm. I don't know if you've ever or if anybody. I know of it. I've never applied. For OK, it. well, you don't apply for it someone who wants you to mentor them applies and then okay they come to you and say this person wants you to mentor them yeah. we'll give you this award to do just that and so the funny thing is is the story i was telling was maybe 10 years ago um uh chicago another chicago based tap dancer lynn cole mm-hmm. applied for that grant and it's called a folk arts mentorship or something like that grant applied for that grant for me to be her her mentor and we didn't get accepted. And one of the reasons given was that tap dance was not a traditional folk dance or folk art. Now, just last year, I got that grant to work with Ileah Stites. Oh, nice. And I was like, okay, so the education has been received from that funding organization because they now understand that tap dance yeah. is definitely a folk art. So,
1: Oh, that's hip. <laughs> so, you know, that's the thing, right? It's interesting. Every time we write a, a grant application, uh-huh, uh-huh. part of what we're doing is education.
0: Yeah, that's true. That's um, true.
1: And again, I do think we're lucky to be in a place where they're open to it. yeah Nope,
0: you know, I they agree. about it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I
1: suspect that isn't true in many places.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, I know for years, you know, during our after-school programming here, I just thought it was a norm, the mm-hmm. way you do, you know, you, you get with uh, after-school matters, you get a grant, whatever, and you do programming until I start traveling. And people are like, how do you do that? <laughs> we don't have that in these cities. And, and, then, and I was like, oh, wow, Chicago stands out in that way. So, yeah, yeah I think sometimes you don't know the value of what you have until you go somewhere where they don't have it for
1: sure, for sure. <laughs> and that's
0: that's beyond tap
1: yeah. yeah, well and we even support our individual artists you yeah. know i was just i was on that webinar that you were on yeah yeah um and i love they were talking about individual artists uh-huh, and i uh-huh. love that we live in a state that chooses yep to to do that you know i'm my home state is Kansas, mm-hmm. and we had a governor eight years ago, ten years ago, okay. who tried to disband the Kansas Art Commission because wow. he did not think it was a valid use of government funds.
0: Yeah, I've heard that. Um, I've heard. I've heard yeah. several. Do
1: you know what happened to it?
0: What happened? <laughs> <laughs> no, educate me.
1: The state supreme court had to remind him that it was actually in our state constitution. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> that we have a, a an arts commission. Oh, so okay. I was
0: interesting. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's good, and and that's why those <laughs> checks and balances are important because mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. every now and then someone comes in with 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 a different whole different belief system about something, yeah. and they have to be reminded. They do, they do. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and I think I would I would assume that at that that you because I know it for me, but we as tap dancers have to. A lot of education and a lot of reminding all the time. (laughs) Without a doubt. Yes.
1: Always, always, always.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, So speaking of education and reminding, Mm. um, this is our our second year now. You and I, uh, our organizations partnering to create a National Tap Dance Day event and uh, bridging the gap one step at a time Mm. is is the phrase that that we've really fallen in love with. Thank you, Star. Yeah, yeah, Star, yeah. With, yeah, Star came up with that. Yeah. I was like, you I'll genius. Yeah. You genius. Um, don't tell her I said that. <laughs> she don't listen to my podcast anyway. <laughs> and that's my sister. That's another conversation. Uh. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, she knows I think she's a
1: genius. Yeah, 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 yeah. She knows I think that. That's good, that's good. <laughs>
0: Um, don't tell her too many times. No, no, no I'm her, sure. You know, yeah. you know. she, she's all right. That's what I tell all the dancers coming up at Lee Howard. He's all right. Nico Ruby, he's all right. Jamani Taylor, he's all right. They're, they're all right. Star, Donetta, they're all right. You
1: know, I love it.
0: Uh, and it's funny, Lisa Latouche said, she told me uh, during the TAP Summit last year yeah. at the luncheon discussion, she was talking about how she didn't understand the, the whole the work ethic here in Chicago when she, when she was a part of Mad Rhythms here um, that I never was like oh you're awesome yeah you know, I was just like yeah you're, you're getting better you're, you're mm. growing and she said it so prepared her for New York because New York doesn't praise at all oh I'm sure <laughs> I'm sure so she she talked about being thankful that that we had gotten her uh, used to cool. doing the work yeah no matter what the result was just continue to do the work so. Yeah. Uh yeah, so Tap Dance Day,
1: yeah,
0: um, International Tap Dance Day, May 25th. Uh, if you if you all don't know, um, it started out as as a holiday here in the U.S. Uh, for Bojangles Bill Robinson's birthday, a celebration of his birthday. Yeah. And when did it become a holiday? Uh, you you just said it. 1989. We 1989. It up. That's, right, that's right. That's right. That's yeah, right. The we, same year the movie Tap came out. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, and. And so it's a national holiday and I, we, you'll hear, you'll hear me say, and I, you'll probably say it too, yeah. international because people started celebrating it all over the world, but yeah. you know, so it's a great thing to see tap celebrate it. And uh, we just wanted to come together and at least once a year, try to literally mm. pull the tap community together, despite some of the reasons we weren't, working together in the past. Let, let me see. Most that's a good way I can say I, that, yeah? I think that's
1: perfect. <laughs> and recognition that a great city like Chicago, yeah, and a city with yeah. this tradition, we deserve to have yeah. an inclusive, yeah. diverse, transparent, celebration, equitable yes. celebration of yes. tap dance where preach, we feel honored. Preach, Mark, preach. Yeah, where, where, where <laughs> we all feel honored. Yeah, yeah. Where we feel respected and where we feel like the contributions we make... Um, matter yeah
0: yeah no I couldn't have said that better myself that's it you probably could have
1: but but I did my best (laughs) yeah yeah no
0: but that but that's a good thing um and so I will say let's go back a little bit Mm -hmm. so 2020 Yep. the pandemic hit uh we was all we were all stuck in the house all hell broke loose because everybody was pretty much tuned in to what was going on via social media, via YouTube, on TV. We just we couldn't go anywhere. It's yep. And so the whole thing, um, um, the George Floyd, that murder yeah. happened in front of our eyes. And it kind of snapped the world awake, I, I would like to think. Yeah. Um, and so a lot of the movement started happening. And basically a lot... Before I knew what 2020 was going to be, I had said to Matt Rhythms in a meeting, this was late 2019, 2020 is going to be the year that we stop letting lies live. Mm. And I, cause I was, I was tired of the the constant reeducation of this is tap history. Yep. How do you not know? Like all of these things that we yep. constantly say over and over again. And you know, it's a role that I've accepted. So yep. I'm more than happy to always share. But then there were, there were people, especially in this city yeah. that were working harder to keep changing the narrative to fit what they needed it to be, yeah, and to I validate think, themselves, yeah, yeah. So 2020 turned into not only was it an awakening because of the pandemic and the racial mm. awakening because of the George Floyd murder, yeah. but I think, well, and you said this, yeah, that I didn't realize I knew it happened in May, but the George Floyd murder happened
1: on May 25th, on, on May National 25th on, on National yeah. Tap Dance
0: Day. Yep. So I think all of a sudden tap dancing was probably the furthest thing away from most of our minds, which it's never been that way for me. Yep. I don't know about you. Tap dancing is always of course. the first way I approach something. Yeah. But I know for me, like I was like done for. And I remember it was a lot of stuff happening and I was going through it emotionally. And I remember making a post uh, just basically saying like, maybe if uh, if it cost your city, you'll you'll stop doing the things that have caused this situation, i e killing unarmed black people. Yeah. And <laughs> a certain someone <laughs> responded, "Do you support violence?" Yeah And I was like, and this is a certain someone in the tap community here in Chicago. Yeah. I, I don't want to keep saying names because yeah. I don't want to keep giving credence yeah, there's no reason to, to that situation. Uh but just to kind of really paint the picture yeah, of how we came together or why we came together. Or more importantly, I think what drove us together, maybe yeah. is a better phrase. But so yeah, that person really as a leader in Chicago's tap community Became extremely divisive with the anti-BLM sentiments, the anti—you're not respecting Irish history, like oh, it went down every rabbit hole you could think of, probably to the right (laughs) of where the truth was, and uh, and we we I I snapped, I'd had enough, Um, uh, so I along with um, the Matt Rhythms family, we and I'm glad. That the family got involved because it kept me from responding out of emotion and anger sure. yeah and I just said I want to let people know how this makes us as a community us mm-hmm. as black dancers us as black tap dancers wow. black people as a tap uh-huh. community how this kind of behavior makes us feel and so we we put it out that we did an open letter That's right. basically saying hey this is what's going on this is what's happened this is what pe- some person has said and this is how we choose to respond and that letter got almost a thousand signatures yes it did and i and i believe (laughs) you were one of those signatures um and i think that started dialogue at around that time just more dialogue between us first it was some catch. oh tea on tap (laughs) yeah that's i think that was one of the first do you remember when when we did that
1: it was in june uh, I just recently looked it up actually for the grant. Okay, okay. Uh, it was, I think it was like June 15th roughly. Yeah, that
0: makes sense because May 25th to June, yeah. the whole world changed. That's it. And That's so by it. the time we we we, we kind of connected, you signed on to the letter yeah. and you basically made sure through calls and messages of support that, that I understood that you were an ally, that you fully supported and understood and empathized with what we were kind of going through. And so I appreciated that. And I think well, it, it, it brought us closer in a way that you and I haven't been in, in years. I would agree. Um, and then you invited me yeah. on to tea, tea on tap and, yeah. and, and talk about that a little well, bit.
1: And, and, so, and I don't want to get too deep, but I'll say this. I feel like one of the things that came out of that period of time mm-hmm. and seeing that murder play out on national TV mm-hmm. and seeing the reaction. I think any responsible mm-hmm. and any white person who felt like they genuinely cared about all people mm-hmm. and had always had friends that were black. Mm-hmm. I think it, it, it prompted a real moment of self-reflection
0: mm-hmm.
1: and a real moment of like, am I really doing enough? Am mm-hmm. I saying things? Am I standing up? Am I publicly stating how I feel? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think part of it for us, as well as the, I think a lot of Americans, I mean, I, I think one of the things that came out of that mm-hmm. was finally white America <laughs> was kind of like along for the ride, yeah, right? It, yeah. it was more of a sense of like, oh man, we've really been derelict. Yeah. And and those of us that consider ourselves allies and those of us who, who care about these issues mm-hmm. realize like wow, I really haven't necessarily been been doing near enough. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and, and I think, you know, there was a period of time there where then you go, okay, what do we do? And how do we, and especially those of us that have an organization yes, and have uh, resources, right? Mm-hmm, have a mm-hmm. staff, have a space, have things like that. And especially those of us who are white who are working within a black art form,
0: mm-hmm, right? mm-hmm.
1: Jazz musicians, tap dancers, all
0: kind, you know, all mm-hmm, kinds of mm-hmm. people. What What do you mean a black art form? <laughs> you mean the art form that the Irish <laughs> got together with the black people and right? created together through yeah, unity it. and that's the it. lovely? No, yeah, okay. I mean, well, and let's,
1: so let's be honest, right? We talked about this, yeah, on yeah, tap. absolutely. That is the story we were both told.
0: Uh huh. Uh huh.
1: And it is a beautiful story it right is. I mean it on the is. surface it's it, it reminds me almost of in a way of how ooh, and I don't want to get too <laughs> nobody's watching right
0: it, it, yeah, it we almost, probably ain't got no uh,
1: <laughs> it almost reminds me frankly of how white people weaponized the words of Martin Luther King mm. Um, to say like, you know, Oh, but like we have a dream and we're like, we don't see color and all, you know, it's, it, and it, I think that that's, that's part of it. Right. Like yeah. we, there's these narratives in this country mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. some narratives are very comforting, right? Yep. And they're addressing things that are uncomfortable. Um, and they're addressing things that are difficult, but like they give us a certain, though they're like a warm blanket, yeah. They're like, Oh, but yeah. like now they're better, and they feel this, you know? Um, and so I think think that that's part of mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, what came out of that. So, yeah. Tea on Tap. <laughs> um, so, Tea on Tap. Uh, I, when when COVID hit, mm-hmm. you know, we were all locked indoors, right? Mm-hmm, we had nowhere mm-hmm. to go, nothing to do. I had this organization that I had to provide stuff to do. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. And an audience that I felt like we owe them. Yeah distraction and hope and laughter (laughs) and joy, right? Remember Uh just how, remember how great being distracted was in that period? Yeah. Just to have something to do or watch. Um, So among the things we did, we created an online talk show Mm -hmm. on Instagram Live called the Tea on Tap. Okay. The concept was that every um, episode I would interview a well-known figure in our community, uh, we would kind of talk about all kinds of things. we talk about their history, their journey to tap. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at the end there was always, what we called rapid riffs and uh-huh. it was like 12 questions. Um, that, you know, <laughs> that the whole concept was a hundred years from now, here's the thing like, you mm-hmm. know, cause we can't go back and ask baby Lawrence these questions. Right. Right. Like we kind of know some of the lineage and all that, but we, we don't know yeah. necessarily like I mean, through, who did you, he consider. Yeah. His.
0: You get through interviews. Yes. But that's about it. Like, yeah, it would have been nice if someone had asked those exact questions. Right. And then put them there for us. I mean, yeah. you can find answers to those questions with Baby Lawrence, but you, you got you to do your dig. research. You got to yeah. dig. Gotta yeah. Dig. Yeah.
1: So that was, you know, part of it was like, well, hey, like there are all these amazing artists. I mean, I've said it before. I'll say it again. I literally think we are in the golden age of tap dance right now.
0: Mm, mm. I
1: really believe some of the best tap dance that has ever been tap danced by any tap dancers (laughs) is being tap danced now. Mm. Um, and a lot of it, as we know, is happening in Chicago. Mm-hmm. But a lot of it's just, I mean, it's everywhere, right? Yeah. Like, there are some of the people doing work right now mm-hmm. are some of the greatest people who've ever lived. And I'll say that full stop. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't, I don't want to qualify it. <laughs> and that doesn't mean that, of course, we don't, you know, love mm-hmm. and respect mm-hmm. our elders and the people that came before us. Cause some of them, of course, were great.
0: Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs>
1: it's just to say they laid such a great groundwork mm-hmm. that, that there's now a generation that, that is taking that and Mm -hmm. and doing amazing things with it. So anyway, I interviewed Mm -hmm. a lot of of really interesting people Mm -hmm. and this happened, uh, May 25th, Mm -hmm. the murder of George Floyd, Mm -hmm. We took a week off from everything. We'd been mm-hmm. doing activities every single day online. Mm. We had the interview. We I was doing jazz history lectures on Facebook, all kinds Didn't of stuff. Didn't you start a book
0: club too? We had the book club, <laughs> yeah.
1: All this stuff, right? Uh-huh. It was really, it was It was interesting and kind of fun and connecting with people.
0: Yeah, but it was nice. I just noticed that you found a way to keep your, your family, your tap company, your well, organization, you. keep everybody connected and going because a lot of people started feeling very alone yep. in 2020. So uh, just kudos oh, to you for you. that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's
1: very kind. Yeah. I mean, the nice thing was right. We were paying all of our dancers through the period. We we're paying our staff. Mm-hmm. We were, we didn't rehearse for a short period. Right. Cause mm-hmm. remember nobody could do anything yeah, yeah. March 20th through. You couldn't go in a building May. anywhere. Yep. That's yep. it. Um, but we were able to meet online we were able to do stuff. And mm-hmm. I know you were doing stuff too. Yeah, so, we were. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, so when this all happened, we took a week off to kind of reflect, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we, A, out of respect, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. B, out of just shock. We I think everyone needed a chance to sit back and go.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yep. like,
1: mm-hmm. is this really what we saw happen? And right in is front this of really eyes. what we haven't been seeing happen? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Equally important. Um, so when everything started coming down, we... Uh, I knew one of the things I wanted to do was to sit to sit with you and mm-hmm. really talk it through. Because mm-hmm. um, I think you were one of the voices that really did help the TAP community kind of process everything mm-hmm. in a way that, frankly, we needed. Um, and I'm going to say this with all respect. We need our elders, mm-hmm. even if they're like our middle-aged no, elders, no, not I, our look, old elders. I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, we needed we needed. Voices that we trusted that could kind of, like, put this into a lens that we could mm-hmm. absorb it through and go, okay, well, so what do we do? And I, I think, you know, what I love with that interview that we did on Tea on Tap mm-hmm. is we hadn't planned in advance to say we're going to create a Tap Dance Day show or bring tap dancers together Right, or right, right. We were just talking, and we were like, something, we need to create something positive. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and so we, that happened very organically during mm-hmm. that discussion. We made a promise. Yep. We basically said this is going to
0: happen. Yeah.
1: We did what great artists do, right? We painted ourselves into a corner <laughs> so that we had no choice, yep. but to follow. in through.
0: front of the world, That's you something. can pull it up and you got receipts. You said it. y'all said y'all yeah. were going to, and yes. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. And I think, I don't know that we thought it through yet, but I think you and I both knew the one thing we wanted to make sure of mm-hmm is that we did it in a way that we could feel good about and that the people we work with could Mm -hmm, feel good about mm -hmm. and that we could do it in a way that would be broad and inclusive Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. that we could do it in a way that honored the history of the art form while, Mm -hmm. while hopefully maybe pointing a direction forward. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, I mean, I really feel like we accomplished that. Yeah. You know, I mean, of course, we're always striving, right? <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, I feel like we did a nice job. We we brainstormed. We thought of,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: you know, as many tap dancers as we could. We invited them all. Yep, yep. We created a transparent pay schedule so mm-hmm. that everyone was paid the same. There was no drama. There was no who's getting paid what.
0: Yeah. Um, and, and I will tell you just the, the funny thing about that was some people <laughs> – we're not so happy about that i don't want people to know what i'm getting paid right. and i'm like and i understood that of you course. know you've, you've earned your yeah this is where you are yep. I, I, and i understood and respected that yeah. but i i know we were trying something different and all the time yeah. different is not always easy
1: <laughs> Correct. and i you know what i think the answer is eventually we'll get to a point where our success is big enough and we're able to pay enough mm-hmm, that even though mm-hmm. everyone's getting paid the same, no one's <laughs> feeling bad about it. You know?
0: like, no, that's true. That's very true.
1: Um, because we have to start modest, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And we did. We can't bankrupt either of our organizations. Exactly, exactly. Every single person we hired got paid. Yep. Yep. Um, and we did it in a way that, again, I mean, I think we centered equity. I think mm-hmm. we centered diversity. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, when I when I looked at the people involved, there were Asian Americans or Latin Americans, mm-hmm. there were black Americans, mm-hmm. white Americans. There were men and women. There were L G, you know, people that identify all over the LGBT spectrum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There were people as young as, you know, early twenties. Mm-hmm. There were people that are in their seventies. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I think it did what we wanted, which was, it looked like Chicago.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think that that was also the motivation to keep going. Mm-hmm. It was motivation to say we're yeah. onto something. We, 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 We've started something, because by That's no means that we complete it. Is it finished? But I think we definitely started something. And, and I'm looking forward to this, this second year. Mm-hmm. We learned from a lot of our mistakes. Oh, oh yeah. and there were a lot. Oh, sure. Uh, there were a lot. Oh, there's sure. there's some this year, but oh, yeah. not nearly like it was last year. So <laughs> yeah. the goal is every year it gets better and better and yeah. bigger and bigger and more successful. And when I say bigger, I don't necessarily mean – a whole lot of people have to come, yeah. but just that everybody understands that they're invited. Yeah. Like, you can choose not well, to come, but you're most welcome. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, I added a line. So, you you and I know this. We just yeah. applied for a grant together yep. to help fund this project in the mm-hmm. next few years. And I I had to, put you know, we have to have some lines in there about, like, um, how you're going to measure success. Mm-hmm. And I remember the last line I may have added it after we talked mm-hmm. was I, I basically said, we will be measuring number of attendance, you know, our ability to be fiscally stable, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. However, the moral imperative to do this is much greater than
0: mm-hmm. the
1: financial success of the final product. Yep. Um, yep. And I, and I really believe that. I think we're, you know, we're, we're doing the work <laughs> that is, is hopefully going to help make Chicago a better place and make Absolutely. this community feel more together.
0: Absolutely. Mm. I got to keep checking the time because when I Mark know. and I get together, we will oh, talk. Man. I know will Vanessa's over there. Like I, I'm going to tell you when the time is. <laughs> I just, I have to check because I have to make sure to try to get certain thoughts out. Yeah. Um, but I will, and I will say this one, and I kind of was thinking about how to come back around to it without getting too deep into it. Yeah. But one of the reasons that we're, very the word transparent keeps mm-hmm. getting used yeah. by both of us a lot as we talk about our organizations and this project that we embarked on together that we continue to work on together it's just basically one of the reasons we didn't work together a lot of years is because the organization that we won't name yeah. basically decided who worked and who didn't if That's you right. were in yeah. good favor then you worked if whatever those things were so i think they were the gatekeeper yeah gate yeah that's a good word the yeah. gatekeeper and i just think we needed to shake that up we mm-hmm. needed we needed to make sure that there is no gatekeeper or that the gatekeepers represent the organization uh not not the, the makeup of the participants With how that about event. that <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah yeah that they're of the community they're from the community and frankly and i'll just say this any any association, organization, whatever, that is purporting to represent tap dance in America mm-hmm. should have a very strong black <laughs> black influence and in leadership. Yep, right? I
0: agree. So, I agree. If I, yeah. I, and I, I will go on the record. If you are still doing tap festivals to this day yeah. without black and brown people on your yeah. faculty, that's not even getting into board and all that stuff. Sure. But just at least on your faculty, yeah. we, we, we still got work to do. Yep.
1: Yeah, and especially right in a festival, you you choose who you hire. Yeah, right? yeah, so yeah it's, exactly. It's not like oh, nobody applied. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think also the flip side is also you can't have a lot of black and brown representation, but not treat them with respect. Yeah, and you know, and, I, and we touched yeah. on that Give again. Them a voice. Yeah, you can't yeah. just expect. It's, it's kind of like it's what I look at when I look at what's going on. I think another NBA uh mm. uh owner team owner just got outed as being like super racist yeah. like and it's like and and we, we all know 80 to 90 percent of the nba is black people black yeah. players so that 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 whole uh i'm like you I, i'm yeah, thinking I know, right? before yeah, i, I say but that whole plantation mentality <laughs> yeah has to be changed most certainly it has to be changed
1: just because you're paying somebody doesn't mean that you're treating them with respect that's right that's right different thing yep
0: yep yeah so i'm glad we came together man Man. uh
1: well this is but the first yeah yeah we're gonna continue this conversation yeah we're gonna
0: we're gonna Uh uh-oh i I think i think that was a timer was was, was that a timer (laughs) i like that it's
1: like the academy awards well i will
0: say to everybody that's watching uh this wasn't on purpose Mm -hmm. but Actually it was Sip and Saver. Yeah. Is a, a local coffee shop here in Bronzeville, Hyde Park. Where's the where's the one in the suburbs now? Matson. And Matson. Um Mattson. Yeah, Chicago people we don't get uh, suburbs, no. right? Um, um but it's lovely to be able to support <clears throat> um every event we do. We've got coffee they, they they sponsor and support and provide coffee or whatever we just we're good we're good yeah. so i just i gave them a shout out yeah. we just happened to be drinking this is a chai latte with oat milk
1: Ooh. and i got an oat milk uh, dark chocolate mocha
0: uh-huh dark yeah. chocolate you dark wasn't playing chocolate. you was like yeah. i'm going to the to south side
1: <laughs> i mean i'm not touching that <laughs> uh, that was that was the moment that mark was no longer invited um, <laughs> No, nah, no. Nah, sip and savor, man. They put out a great product. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is delicious. Yeah. I also, do you know what? I'm, I'm going to admit this. I bought myself a cookie. Uh-huh. And they had a vegan cookie, uh-huh, and I didn't uh-huh. buy you one. Didn't. And that's I realized okay. when I left, I was like, I should have got that's That's okay. I know I've had my share. like I do. I've had
0: my share of those vegan cookies. When uh, they first I... got them, I was like, oh, man, now yeah. I'm going to be getting cookies every time I get coffee. Yeah. So I'm actually glad you didn't get me one. Yeah.
1: Struggle Beard yeah. <laughs> is the brand, right? Oh,
0: yeah. yeah. Uh, is, that, is that what it is? I
1: think so. I thought it was Snuggle Beard, and then oh, I looked no, at it more yeah. carefully, and I was like,
0: so, yeah, yeah, I got, got the chocolate got, peanut butter. Yeah, the names of the cookies, I, we'll, we'll, that, that'll that be a whole other podcast, oh, yeah. the names of these cookies.
1: Is... I would do a pastry review podcast <laughs> with you, <laughs> no tap, all pastries, <laughs> just for an hour. We'll get sponsored, we'll have free pastries.
0: I like that, I like that, right? I like that, I like that.
1: Yeah, I would support that.
0: Well, I gotta tell you, next time you come, I keep telling you, Sean Michelle's Homemade Ice Cream <sighs> That, that's yeah. a place we got to we got to. And introduce they do vegan ice cream, right? And they got vegan you know ice cream. Intolerant. Man, they got a vegan banana pudding ice Ooh. cream. It is... Oh. Let me stop. I'm getting I'm getting hungry on the podcast.
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> so let me ask you this. So we have a follow-up coming up in a couple weeks. Yep. Um, and we're going to actually brand that one as a tea on tap, which will be kind of fun. That's right. It'll be a, a reunion. Yeah, yeah. Um. What should we talk about? Because we, we covered a lot of ground. You know what I was thinking? Do we want to ask people if they have... Ooh. questions or if they have... I mean, if you know, one thing I will say, uh-huh. I feel like there's a lot of things that people wonder or mm-hmm. want answered uh-huh. but are embarrassed to ask it. Yeah. Especially tapped answers. Yeah. They, you know, and so maybe that's an opportunity is, is that we'll open I that like up. That. And,
0: I like that. So we'll put that out. Let's see what yeah, people... Yeah, let's put that out there. Let's yeah. see what... I'm very curious to know what questions people have... About us as tap dancers, but also about us working together, oh, about yeah. our organizations working together. Like yeah, I'm very curious to yeah. just to know. Let's yeah. see. So yeah, tea on tea on tap. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna open it up and let folks kind of shape. You yeah. know, answer. We'll answer I, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm gonna speak for myself. I'll answer anything you ask. Me, me.
1: too. Me too. Might now, be awkward You might
0: not like the answer. <laughs> True that, right? But I'm willing to answer it. Yeah, I and mean, yeah. we'll be honest. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I think there's a need for that.
0: Yeah, I do. Yeah. We, we're we going to continue that thing. <laughs> Honesty, transparency.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, it's it's been a pleasure having you on the Either mm-hmm. And podcast. I'm your host, Brill Barrett. And we've spent the time talking with my brother in the rhythm, uh, Mark Yonley. Uh It's funny. Well, it's not funny. I will say this. You know, cause we were just on that call together. So one of the things that people do now in, in Zoom situations and all of that, uh, so that the visually impaired yes. is for accessibility. They describe themselves it would be hilarious, so so I would have to be like, yeah, I'm a light-skinned, bald head black man with glasses on, <laughs> and what would your description I, be? Mine would be uh,
1: <laughs> ditto without the, ditto a light, with the pasty. A li- lighter skin? <laughs> yeah, no, I'll say pasty, like near-translucent, or transparent, I think is the word.
0: I see you growing yeah. your beard, too, man. I, I, I hey, peeped that, bro. I yeah. peeped that, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know. I mean, So, yeah, so, uh, but this is, this has been fun, man. I can't, I can't wait to do it again for the, the tea on tap podcast. And, uh, do you call it a podcast? No, it's an internet TV show. Instagram live show. Instagram live show. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I'm, you know, the mad rhythms podcast network. I'm just saying we might have to do tea on tap as a podcast on the network. Yeah. I'm down. What I'm saying. All right, y'all. Uh, this, this has been a blast. Uh, I always end the same way I end in class, and, and you can join me. Yeah. On the count of three, we say respect the dance. Right. Yeah? One, two, three. Respect, respect the, the dance. dance. Peace, y'all. Peace. say what episode it is moving forward you know oh okay Just, you know thank you for joining us again okay well that's because you're going to lose county eventually tristan can <laughs> uh, <laughs> episode 75. right tristan can edit that